They found something in the rubbish that concerned them, and they thought it might belong to you. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJK and Bayer. Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbors. We are the Neighbors Recap Podcast, and we talk you through the most recent episodes of the Aussie soap opera Neighbors that just went to air. We nut them out. I'm Vaya Pashos, and I got the regular gals back this Such week. A OG bitches. OG. <laughs> sure. Well, I ha- well, that was I Kate. Never. Hi. And CJ is Hello. here. Hello. We are, um, what do we call this place? We're at the um, Erinsboro. The dive. Yes, the par- the mobile pirate net studios. Y- you is- can't tell from the general atmosphere in here that we're not in like a one-star motel. No, remember, we've moved into the spruced up reception area. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. we are. It's, yeah. All, it's all granite. In, in fact, if I ever had to stay at Steph and Paul's motel, I'd ask if I can just roll out a sleeping bag in the foyer. Yeah, less chance of bed bugs, <laughs> I'd say. So, a couple of orders before we kick off and head into the week because we've got some Brenbiz to mm. nut out. Oh, we do. Because last time we were all together, we met a member of the Brennan family that we hadn't met before. Like, not technically, just yeah. on TV. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> ne- well, yeah no, we, through, through the television screen. <laughs> through the magic like, of television. I'm like, what happened? I wasn't there. <laughs> so, a couple of items of Neighbours Council business to tick off before we move in to the week and... Uh, it's it's Friday night. We don't normally record on a Friday night. Just laying it all out there behind the curtain, and we are hepped up on cheesy gems and burgers and free cola. <laughs> well, it was we paid for one of the colas, and then I yeah, they would like everyone to know she paid for her cola. I paid for my cola, and then under peer pressure, she refilled the cup. I didn't know if I was allowed to get a free refill. I think if they have the machine available to the public, yeah. they're inviting as many refills as you'd it's like. like there, there is no sign that says you can't get a free refill. You are right. Which okay. another burger place we go to, they actually specify that they the have big the cup, you can okay. get one refill, small cup, no refills. Can we actually get, get some tweets on this or Facebook yeah. posts? If yeah. the drink machine, what do they call those premix machines? The, Whatever. Like post, pump, post, the fountain. Post mix. Yeah, mm. post mix fountain. If it's on public access display... And well, if you have to DIY your drink, can you go again and top up? Yeah, I say yes. I I say yes. There has to be a sign. It is an opt out process. Maybe I know how to fix it for myself. I'll put a tip in. I'll put extra tip if I'm going to refill. No, because they take it costs four cents to provide that drink. It's a fraction of the cost of what you pay. You have actually, when you bought that drink, you've bought yourself at least I don't know fifteen refills. Okay. Well, it's this is what we're powered. PirateNet Studios are running on that refill this Plus evening. Plus, they're giddy with laughter on the amount we just spent on cheese. <laughs> okay, good point. The place we go to just has the most amazing cheese sauce. And we've decided, I made the executive decision this evening, that if we ever have a Melbourne Neighbours event, we're going to book out this burger joint. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. get people in, express interest, mm. if that appeals to you. Now, first order of Neighbours Council business is a book depository affiliate link. People have gone to neighbourspod.com and bought up some books to send us a little commission to pay for that cheese sauce. And the first one we got was Good Night Stories for Rebel Girls. Who bought this I Want to Be Your Friend? And I want that. I want that. I'm going to go get me one. I want them to come over and read it to me every night. (laughs) Bedtime. And Up, Down, All Around the Stitch Dictionary. It's like a knitting guide. Oh, that sounds cool. Lovely. So, so yeah, Mm. it sounds like someone we want to hang with. Nancy Lee, was that you? Hmm. Interesting. 
So you can do that, neighbourspod.com, to support us or just chuck us a rating or review on iTunes. Or People are calling it Apple Podcasts now, which I don't understand. I didn't get oh. the memo on that. Maybe they changed the app picture. Oh, I never update my phone. No, neither do I. I got in so much trouble me this too. week, actually. Yeah. From yeah. your partner? No, no, no. Because oh, my I, partner tells me off for not updating my, com- my phone. My computer died and mm-hmm. I work with someone who used to work at, at a computer retailer that is called a fruit. And... <laughs> um, I, she said, so what operating system are you running? And I told her and she goes, that's like three ago. Could you please? Because I get anxiety when I have to like sync up all my phone and back it up. Oh, and then oh, much. My, my, my iMac, the memory's just run out. <gasps> oh, wow. I know. I've got a lot of photos on there <laughs> and a lot of like Photoshop files. Oh, your hard drive has run out? Yes. I didn't know that was possible on a computer that size. Oh and you know I didn't cheap out on buying it no. either. We've got the biggest one possible. Half of Kate's yeah. photos and neighbours' screenshots. Pretty sure too. we have the same computer yeah. and I'm only used half. I think I need to get an external hard drive and yeah. move some shoes yeah. off it. Yeah. So next order of council business is I would just like to talk a little bit about something I said on a previous Neighbours, the recent one. Is it Lou Carpenter related? <laughs> No, we haven't had any complaints about any of our Luke Carpenter commentary thus far. <laughs> we invite it. It was in relation to episode 75, Hurley Burley. We were talking about Steph and her sexuality, and I basically was riffing with the Pop Chops boys about wouldn't it be great if they just made Steph uh, gay instead of bi because we were sick of her messing around with dudes. And that's actually not cool because a few people pointed out to me over email in very lovely, respectful, thoughtful emails, which they don't have to be. You can tell me whatever you like. Just that basically that's perpetuating a bi stereotype, that bisexual people can just change on a dime and be one way or the other, despite my good intentions because, you know, basically it was a clumsy way of me saying I'm scared that they're going to take Steph being with girls away from us. Mm-hmm. So I would like to just have her buried in a different sexuality. But really, that's not a cool thing to say because if you're bisexual, you're bisexual and that's how you are. And so I think and some- so I can just be cool with Steph's identity and get over it. Yeah, so you, you'll be cool with her being bi. But I think if I- Steph was to find a forever love, you'd like it to be a woman? I would. That would be my preference. Or, yeah. or would you just like it to be anybody in the world apart from former father <laughs> well that that is another yeah. fine point it's a great call uh yeah because people do uh find forever partners yes. in one way or the other and mm-hmm. continue to re- be identified as on the bi spectrum yes. i would kind of put myself a little bit in that category i'm with a man for the foreseeable future yeah but i would probably welcome the chance to pursue other steph it's <laughs> I don't think Steph's my type. No. I'm too scared to go on motorbikes. <laughs> <laughs> no, she'd be okay with that. However, no, I really – so thank you to the Neighbours friends who wrote in about that because I do appreciate just shedding a little light in that area mm. and I – yeah, I, I think we can all remain united in former father being just awful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not, not worthy of Steph. Yeah. He's not worthy of Steph. That was the bottom line and I should have expressed that better. So – but the the best way to deal with these issues is to talk to each other, which is. The oh, you made me! I just broke out into this smile because that was so cute. The way no, you but said it that. is, it, it is it wonderful. Is. No, it's important, and I love that the neighbors community just just we just have lovely chats. And I think what is good is that they felt like they could talk to you, yes. this person, or more than one, two, two yeah. people. These two people felt that they could talk to you. Rather than just turning off the podcast and yes. moving on. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad because yeah, I love it. we maybe still have these two people as listeners. Yes. And yeah. with the absolute schmozzle in Australian pro- um, politics at oh. the moment, 
So, yeah, yeah. if if UK friends haven't caught up, we have to vote in a plebiscite. It's not even a plebiscite. It's a bloody survey. It's a a postal survey. It's a postal survey. So that our stupid government can get a read on the public about passing same-sex marriage, even though just do it because it's 2017. You don't need market research on it. Just do it. Half the world has moved on. Can we catch up, please? Mm-hmm. So that's tedious. And on this same note, we have also had some correspondence from a friend of the show, Sarah CP Jones on Twitter. You and might be related. Oh yeah, because you're a Jones. We never say your name actually, even though yeah, it's I know okay. you've been outed now. It's, it's, it's all right. There's a few of us, <laughs> and, and it's on the website. It's what the J stands for, in CJ. <laughs> no, she spells it. Her first name is Jones. She spells it with a C. <laughs> um, on the first day that we recorded, I said, what do you want me to call you? She's like, CJ. I'm like, cool, done. And that's we never spoke of it again. Apparently, I'm one of the few people who just calls CJ, CJ as well. Yeah. Oh, a lot of new people in my life. So, the J is married. Yes. Like, that's the married name. And so, when new relationships, that's what I introduced mm-hmm. myself. Because I, I always wanted to be a CJ. That's why I married him. And that's what... Oh, fair enough. Okay. And that's what CJ said when we before we turned on the mic. She's like, oh, I've always wanted people to call me CJ. I'm like, cool, done, let's go. Yeah. It was my grandmother's name, CJ. What did her stand for for her? Um, Catherine Jane. No. Ah, so if you, yeah, go neighbourspod.com if you want to see CJ's name in full. But her full name was even better, which was CJ Harlow. Oh, that's mm. stunning. Yeah. yeah. It's like kind you? of PJ Harvey kind of. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Now we have, this is on the same theme actually, and I wanted to get this read out because I think it yeah, fits in really nicely and I think it's so valid. So Sarah says, I wanted to talk about Yashvi. I don't really like how because Yashvi's kind of tomboyish, rides a BMX, wears t-shirts, has currently no interest in wearing makeup or in face masks, etc., bit unsure of relationships and so on, she has one first bad date and everyone's immediately saying, lesbian! I think it's really unhelpful stereotyping to yell lesbian at a girl, not into stereotypical femme things, or who hasn't shown much interest in relationships until her late teens. It's not cool for gay girls to be branded as unfeminine. It's such an old shitty trope, and it's not cool to say straight girls, or indeed whatever sexuality, are always interested in relationships from their early teens. For me, Yashvi is the most relatable teen Neighbours has maybe ever had in the main cast, and it sucks to think that everyone's going to constantly wonder or obsess about her sexuality, because that's what you're afraid of when you're an unsure teenager, that everyone is judging you because of your dress or hobbies or whatever. The script had her delivering a couple of heavy-handed, I'm not interested in boys anymore lines, but I really hope they don't go down this route, or at least if they do, they leave her alone for a year or two first. Well, it's interesting with Yashvi because I see her in the real vein of being a Bridget trope character who was... Dig R.I.P. Uh, yes, who was not conventionally attractive, a bit of a tomboy. I don't know. And, you know, she got knocked up as a teenager. You can't get more heterosexual than that. <laughs> yeah. And I think also, just to clarify, I think Sarah was talking about the online chatter around Yeah, I was going to ask, did I miss that? Yeah. Yeah, whenever she runs around on her BMX or talks about... Ew, I don't like boys anymore, whatever. People are going, cool, lesbian. And again, on that same note, uh, talking before about labels and perceptions and assumptions, Mm. just because she wears black T-shirts and wears her hair in a ponytail doesn't mean she's automatically a lesbian. Well, her mum was a goth. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, I'm kind of like Yashvi. Like I have pink hair and I wear dresses and things like that, but I also all my hobbies are 
I guess, sort of, you know, going to the football and particularly at that age it was a lot more, not so much tomboy but. Oh, you liked um, grunge music? Grunge music and. Yeah, that's because that's because that was our era. Yeah, that's yeah, true. But she's doing it in like a retro. Yeah, way. that's true. But that, I was your era and I didn't want a bar of grunge music. Plus <laughs> I was into the Beatles then because I was being retro. Um, you're being authentic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I was being my authentic self. But, yeah, like grunge and, and just hanging out with boys and doing boy yeah. things I think was more yeah. the thing. And I don't really wear makeup and I still don't. And it's always difficult, I think, in a workplace. But people don't like that. But, you know, I like that she's on the show. Yeah. I, I don't like that online chatter. They should leave her alone for a year or two too. It's a good reminder that when you're throwing around labels and assumptions, just to remember that uh, it doesn't affect everyone the same way. I, I feel, you know how Yashvi's getting a few kind of high fives from the various ladies in her. Oh, her, yeah, so we'll get yeah, to that during the later week. Later in yeah. the week. I find that, I don't know, maybe millennials are different now, but I feel like it would be more like a, she's such a slut. Would that be more likely to be being said? Yeah, it's bizarre that it's almost like, because that is growing up, that is what, how we would have been talked Mm. about if Mm. we had, well, I should. Yeah, but in our pipe dreams, we were were all actually dating and sleeping with If I had been so lucky um, to have had one call me back. Mm. Um, But (laughs) yeah, it was interesting, the approach they took. Yeah. With her reputation at school. And yeah, thank you, Sarah. Sarah ended her email with, if that's Ghost D on that bench, I swear I'm turning this shit off. In brackets, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and on that whole thing as well, a podcast I love, Holy Swift Pod. It's about Taylor Swift. I'm not a huge Taylor Swift stan, but there's a couple of songs of hers I love and I'm just more fascinated by the trajectory she had from wholesome country sweet 16 singer into biggest superstar one of the biggest superstars in the world mm, i'm fascinated mm. by that so i listened to this funny podcast holy swift pod and they just riff on her one of my favorite podcasters krista doyle recently got engaged to her girlfriend and um some photos they took for their engagement in like a u.s restaurant chain went viral because they were so adorable it's like look at these look at this couple's engagement photos at chili's and everyone was so happy and then of course she got hate comments because people are the worst and one of the most frequent comments she gets is from dudes going, oh, well, she's just biding her time because she hasn't met the right boyfriend. And it's like because she and her partner are both sort of femme with the long hair and that sort of look that most usually dudes assume that they just haven't met the right dude because they can't possibly fathom. They met the right penis. Yeah. Anyway, listen to Holy Swift Pod. I'll tweet a link to that episode. Mm. It's the first 15 minutes and it is the most astounding – chat of I can't believe you have to go through this every day of people just thinking oh you just need someone to change your mind yeah <sighs> it it is really interesting when people think that it's okay to talk about things that are meant to be in private space in the public space mm-hmm. but yeah and I think yeah. the message is let's just all let each other do what we want and leave each other alone and just chill But what we will not leave alone, you you do you, except what we will not leave alone, the goings on of Ramsey Street. No, we will not let them do them. We started off with quite an event, gals. A storm blew through town. And I tell you what, climate change deniers (laughs) need to have a look at what's been happening in Erinsborough because 30 years ago, we did not have these sort of extreme weather events. Mm. Well, I was going to say, you know what, we have a storm in Melbourne every week. It actually, we had a storm this week as these episodes were airing. It was quite fitting. I actually saw it. It wasn't a tweet. It was a Facebook post because I don't tweet. But it was one of our English friends said, 
oh, come on, Paige, you're not cold, you're in Australia. I want to know that yeah, it is cold, cold here. <laughs> yeah, I... I know the bathing suits look confusing. I really worry, yeah, when we see Mishti in that bikini, I really worry about our tourist friends. That, False that, advertising. That come to Melbourne between the months of, oh, say, March and September. November. November. <laughs> November. Yeah. Just bring layers, guys. Bring cardigans, mm-hmm. bring mm-hmm. long-sleeved tops. I wear like a three-quarter length puffy jacket most days if I'm out and about. And I always go, is it too warm to wear it today? And I go, nah, I never regret wearing my jacket. <laughs> and always, whenever I'm taking the car somewhere, always have a jacket in the car. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're big on the layers here. Mm. Melbourne. Sydney, just wear whatever, wear whatever oh. you want. Oh, wear wear Mishki's bikini yeah. in Sydney. We've got quite a few like Queensland Twitter friends. Weather has been so nice this winter. It has mm. been. It's like been high twenties, early thirties. Yeah, like, C- Queensland. The what you got to deal with is the humidity and, and the tropical and, storms. And Pauline and, Hanson. Oh, Pauline. Look, there's a lot wrong with Queensland. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Lack of daylight saving. I think we can all agree that that, that is not right. But, you know what? I'd rather wear a jacket. But you can see that the, the solitary tear coming down my face when I see high twenties. My body hasn't experienced that yeah. many many months. There's a reason they call it Summer Bay. And uh, on that note, you should go listen to the Nabite episode six where I spoke to TV writer Dan Bennett who gave a lot of insights into how the mm. sausage is made in the land of soap. So check that out. If you can't find Nabots, um there's a button on our website now. Thanks, CJ. Yep. It's very helpful. So the storm's blown in and everyone's trapped in various locations. Except there's no one trapped in a stormwater drain. I was very disappointed by that because normally yeah. with that sort of weather, you'd be expecting a bit of like – Fast rising flood water to, ready to cut Ooh, off someone. Yeah. There was no one really stuck outside. No, there's just people oh. that came in with wet shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Except my bone to pick, there was no Aaron down the mines in a wet shirt. That's all I wanted to see. I yeah. didn't care about this oh, paternity business. But as I learned from Dan Bennett, the reason we didn't get him is because all of his shooting days were used up with his family drama later Ooh. in the week. Yeah. So he couldn't be around to be in a storm. Now, Paige and former father are having some christening chat and trying to decide on the godparents. And she thinks, how about David? I'm like, mate, you haven't even known him 12 months. That's ridiculous. What about one of your new bonus sisters that you didn't know about? What about about one of former father's siblings? Because surely he's the Catholic in the relationship Mm. and they need a Catholic godparent. Is he still a Catholic? Yeah, I don't think he really resigned from the whole belief system do you? I don't know what he don't what know. his stance is on contraception. Maybe Bishop Verde could have been the godfather. I mean he's having premarital <laughs> sex. Yeah. With the, more than once. That was just a weird thing I wanted to point out. At the start of the storm, he gives Paige a jacket. Just go away. <laughs> yeah. You're not her husband. She can deal with her own jacket. And even She's if you raising were, your child. even if you were her husband, she knows where her jacket is. Well, yeah, but I'm just like he swoops in like they're in a relationship a lot and it really annoys mm. me. Mm. Well, let's okay break down all these scenarios. So what happens in the storm is that Steph gets stuck in a lift with Paige and this is Paige's second lift entrapment scenario. You know, my husband actually remembered that and I'd forgotten it. <laughs> I, I don't remember it at all. When the was first, it? Remember there was a lift at the school that we'd never seen before and oh. she and Tiles got stuck in there during the fire. Oh, was yeah, the, the pipes had started. Isn't that funny that Pipes started the fire that put her future boyfriend into a makeout session with her sister? Also, like, I was thinking between the raid 
and how she got pregnant. What a traumatic experience. She's bound to come up with some sort of post-traumatic stress page. For sure. I don't think I'd be ever getting in a lift again. She's so exposed. She's vulnerable at the moment. And it's funny that she didn't even say when the lift stopped, oh, not again. True. This happened before. Where's the fire? Now, (laughs) Steph and Paige are forced to confront well, not really forced to confront, but they've got nothing else to chat about. Steph's been kind of on Paige's bad side because she was hallucinating about kidnapping Paige's baby. And they were actually pretty fine with it. Like Steph was like, cool, I won't hang around your baby if you're weird about it. Mm. Done. I think it's quite reasonable for Paige to make any kind of demand yeah. about that. I think it's, yeah, you if, know, if, if, she's if, admitted that she was hallucinating or whatever yeah. or hearing. Yeah. And, and really yeah. as a parent, like if I don't like the fact that, you own a red T-shirt and I go, don't be near my baby. That's mm. my call. Exactly. <laughs> and, like, there's nothing more defenceless than a newborn as well. Oh, or you know, a seven-month-old. Even oh, look, a gigantor. I know, starting uni next week. But yeah. still, it's her child. <laughs> yeah. That's um, right. And Steph's been pretty cool about it. She's like, that's on you. That's on but her. That's fine. The father keeps on pushing the issue and then throwing Paige under the bus by going, oh, I'm sorry, she's being irrational. No, she's caring for her child, who is also your child and you should be caring in the same way. And also it shouldn't just be, oh, can you look after him for a few hours while I go into work? No, he should have set days. Yeah. Mm. And also she's still breastfeeding, as she admitted in this. He, the baby actually needs to come and visit her every three to four hours. Yes. Or we need to see her express and – Or just act like a parent sometimes. see former father mm. heating up the milk. And so, what also, was she doing out in a storm with a bat? With a- yeah, no, that, I did question that too. Yeah. But okay, the stupidest thing of being in the lift was that um, baby Gigantor was was having a meltdown. Now, what was in the lift as well? The pram was there, the nappy bag was there, and between babies only have say three wants: they're hungry, or they need to sleep, or they've they need a nappy change. Everything that baby needed was in the lift. <laughs> the baby doesn't care that it's in no. an enclosed space. Yeah. If anything, really, she could have handed the baby over to Steph because she was stressed out. And she couldn't run away with the baby. They were stuck in a lift. Exactly. I've I've seen Silence of the Lambs. There's plenty of things that could have happened. She could have, like, (laughs) skinned Paige and, like, gone up into the manhole. But she's got her meds under control, so she's fine. But... uh, She stopped carrying around that drink bottle. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Iced tea, the caffeine and the iced tea. So, yes, Chekhov's water bottle did go off because the one I referenced I thought was product placement turned out to be staff ODing on caffeine, which I think Summer Hoyland had the same issue a while back, Um, didn't she? Like if you're on medication, you know what not to have, so that's ridiculous. Also, like tea has the most amount of caffeine of any beverage, which cursory, you know, glance at the internet will tell you that. Yeah, she thought it was like a fun sugary iced tea. Well, she's an idiot. But there was, um, I saw on a Facebook group, somebody who was a psychiatrist pointed out that, no, there isn't a drug that's affected by caffeine. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's interesting. So, so don't, don't worry, kids. Keep, keep sucking back on the iced tea. Yeah. A few people thought it might have been grapefruit juice. Yes. Because that, 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 that of... has an effect. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because it makes things stay in your liver. So it builds up. We also, <laughs> we also aren't sure of the combination of drugs that Steph's on. If I was Gigantor's mother... I'd be very suspicious that she goes, oh, look, it's all right. I've given up the, the tea. It's, everything's fine now. Yeah. No, how about we wait a few weeks to see if it's kicked in properly or not? Also, I, she, look, she has a right for when father is fathering for him to just do that. Yeah. And yeah, but, but don't handball off the baby every five seconds. I would be, yeah, yeah, I would be more outraged that 
he felt the need to take a strange backpacker to the airport. That's not part of his job description. They're not a taxi service. No. And I'd be like, mate, there's a freaking bus stop down the road, literally. Also, Steph could have driven them and he could have stayed with the baby. Yes. Hmm. Yes. If someone had to drive them, she she can drive. That is really weird. Why didn't Steph drive them? She said, no. Nah. Maybe they don't like motorbikes like you. Maybe maybe they don't want to hop on the back of the motorbike. Oh, okay. They're a backpacker. They would have loved it. Yeah, I'm not I'm not staying in a backpacker, so really this is redundant. <laughs> Be like in their thongs like in um, oh, Vietnam yeah. or something. Yeah. Okay, Paige looks at a video of a baby and her milk comes back in. I don't know, whatever. Yeah, you would think, look, to be honest – I would have thought that the crying baby would have, like, caused a letdown anyway. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. So she looked at happy photos. And I know, like, that's a thing. But also, like, a baby being upset's much more than a thing. Yeah, yeah. So, I, look, okay. They're her, her boobs. boobs. Fine. You know. Still. I did also really enjoy the moment earlier in the day with um, Sonia and St- Steph discussing stack in the in the cafe. What was that look between you guys before? I don't know. It's nothing. It's nothing. Oh, was it was it was it regret maybe <laughs> we definitely had fun hmm? but it was never going to be a long term thing no no like he needs like an ex-nun oh, or something no no not an ex-con it. with baby baggage and mental health issues oh yeah i'm sure he doesn't see you that way yeah actually i i enjoyed that exchange and then when i rewatched um the week of neighbors today and when i saw that episode i thought Vaya's going to like that friendship moment <laughs> <laughs> really did they also bonded over like having a good good old go at Paige too about what an easy life she had it compared to them like back in their day. Tell me how Paige has it easy. She's got none of her parents are in Melbourne to help look after yeah, her. Remember she's got two sets of parents. She, we just never talk about the other she's, set. She's never been in a relationship with her baby's father and he doesn't live with them or anything like that. I feel like Paige is doing it pretty bloody tough. Also, her child was conceived after a traumatic situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. with dubious consent assault. issues yeah. around it. Yeah. And she's living in the house of her her father's ex-wife. Yeah, who pretty much hated her up until mm. she moved in. Yeah, it's but Teresa's had a turn of heart. Yeah, because she realised Paige was good at admin. Yeah. <laughs> Look, that's, that surprised us all, really. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> um, she wanted to be an artist. Anyway, it seemed to believe that she may not be good at admin. She just sort of wanders around a lot. Actually, all she had to do was not be the worst. She had to just yeah. not be Val. Val was terrible. Yeah. All Paige had to do to get that EA job was to not play Angry Birds in front of her boss. Yeah. Also, I think she's probably just really – I think she strikes me as someone who's quite smart, maybe never found something she was interested in. Yeah. So she probably when she says, okay, well, I'm going to figure out how to do filing or whatever, admin task, she'll just be able to do it. And she likes the structure maybe. Yeah. As long as she can find like the procedure for it, she'll be okay. So now we move into the cancer plot line with Dr. Dick, who is Teraja's brother who was incarcerated for – Making Paul Robinson believe he had cancer and injecting him with stuff that gave him the po- fake symptoms. Poisoning him. Yeah, poisoning him. Oh, yeah, poisoning. Yeah. That's a very succinct way to say it. He's out. He got that all sorted. He's out walking the streets. They are strangely attracted to him. No, it was for like four seconds. Is it like a, like a Greek thing? That's a Greek doctor thing. I've never. It's oh, like prime okay. husband material. I've never. It's really weird. I don't know myself because I've never been attracted to a Greek person. Okay. Wait. That's probably wrong. My dentist is Greek and he's not bad looking. No, and he's right. a doctor. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm not on the market, They guys. call doctors. Not no. on the market. But. That's true. Sorry. I um, <laughs> Demetrios? No, I've never ever, like, I've always, I play against type. 
like because all the Greek girls in my high school were looking for Greek boyfriends to then marry, and I was like, um, I don't want to marry. I don't want to be. You don't want to get married in the Greek Orthodox Church and have it all in ancient Greek? Heck no. My first boyfriend was Greek. My argument or my feeling was, well, I don't want to go out with someone who is like me. That's, oh. I'm I'm around me all the time. I want to be around someone who doesn't have the same upbringing as me and can talk about different you know stuff. If everybody looked the same, we'd get tired of looking at each other. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Nobody remembers that song? No. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were being weirdly philosophical. And I never... <laughs> no, but I love it though. It's true. What song is it? Oh, don't make me sing it. No, but who's it by? I can't remember. What era was it? If everybody looks the same, <laughs> yeah, we get tired of looking at each other. That sounds like something was- they would play at the neighbour's coffee shop. No, they'd play this at Lou's Pub back in the day. Yeah. Oh, people will know this and they'll be shouting no, I, at I, their I know iPods. exactly what you're talking about. I just um, can't believe that's where you went. Do you know I like it when we record on Friday nights the most because it's kind of like, remember when Big Brother would be up late? Yeah, this yeah. is loose as. Yeah. This is loose AF. Yeah. It's Groove Armada. Oh, okay. There you go. Case closed. By the way, anyone who knows what that was doesn't remember it because of what they were on when they heard it. It reminds me of, remember when Brad and Lauren first joined the show, new Brad and Lauren? Brad and Lauren 2.0, mm-hmm. and they were rekindling. The yeah, the, they were rekindling their feelings. And Brad put on a record, and it was, it was like Mochiba. And oh. he and Lauren started jamming out to it, but it didn't match. Clearly, they'd put the song rights in laughter. So <laughs> the- <laughs> I can't believe they played Mochiba. I'm impressed. I know. And the, anyway, well, hang on. Didn't they play Hunters and Collectors last week or something? <gasps> and I think that's used up the the music budget for the that's, whole year. That's explained 100. That explained why on Karaoke Night we got no unrecognizable music because they spent all the money for the rights to a cover of Hunters and Collectors. They didn't couldn't even afford to pay for no, the I Hunters. Was, and, I think it was the real one. No, wasn't it? I, oh, I, I love that song. I know. Mm, that, okay. I don't even know. I can't even remember this happening. What song was it? Was, it? it was throwing your it arms was around. It was after. Oh, really. It was because after Pa Brennan, R.I.P., left oh, us. Oh, God, um, yes. Now um, flashback to that scene. Ellie put, put it on to dance with Dick Cop. Before they rooted in some tradies broken down van. <laughs> you know oh, what? Oh, the she, romance. She knows her audience, though, doesn't she? Uh, she knew exactly what to do. I taking really, advantage of a grieving man. I know. I really enjoyed that scene. And also it reminded me of former father seducing... Page when she wasn't when she hit her head firing on all cylinders. I wouldn't class. I'd say it was probably a pleasurable experience for Mark. This I think he consented to the thing. Okay, no, actually, didn't remind me of that. It reminded me of Pastori Josh seducing Amber when she was grieving for her jilted wedding. Yeah, actually, imagine how bad he was in bed slash shack. He must have been terrible. Who are you talking about now? Father, father. When he. Yeah, because Paige never wanted a bar of him after that. She was like, oh. She's, she's probably getting like flashbacks to getting poked in the bum by bits of um, hay oh. as well. It would <laughs> have been a very de- itchy some experience. Debris. But it yeah. would have been very quick. I imagine quite jackhammery. <laughs> Jackhammer. <laughs> no, no, that, that indicates more, like a bit of a, I would say it's more of a, oh, there we go. <laughs> the <laughs> jackhammer. Former father. Okay, so. I just got a text from my husband and he, he's laid in on the game here. What if, <laughs> what if Tyler's father is also Paul Robinson? And we discussed this weeks ago. <laughs> I'm just going to put that away. Bless him. He, he also referred I that too. Oh, my favourite tweet from Drabby Drab on Twitter. Come on, dice rolling Brennan bros. If you roll three ones, you are definitely a Willis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fast forward to get to the fun stuff. So are we still in the storm? Yeah, because we got this weirdness 
Okay, who wants to talk about Amy setting this honey trap for Dr. Dick to get the manila folder? I tell you what, if someone's going to play a sexy girl to get the, the things, I don't know. That actor could play it, don't get me wrong, but this character, no. it was a weird choice. She's going, I've got my sexy cutoffs. Yeah. Parkey cutoffs. Stubbies. <laughs> and like she invites him in for a drink. Like a nightcap. And again, okay, I'm backtracking what I said before. Like, you can be sexy in flannel. Not saying you can't. No, but Amy can't. Amy, yeah. yeah Amy. I, don't, I don't think you pair it with your blunnies at the same time. <laughs> I don't think that's oozing sex appeal. Look, there'd be someone out there that loves yes, that. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you'd be sexy it to was, someone. It was just a strange choice for a honey trap. Like, we learnt later in the week that Dippy loves it when he puts the hat on. Yes. Oh, I wouldn't love it when he put the hat on. No. no. It's like it's giving me a creepy fedora vibe, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we all like okay. different things. Amy invites Dr. Dick up to the penthouse so that she could get a little look at his secret manila folder. Is she'd that a be- euphemism? <laughs> yeah, I think Amy's still keen. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. She isn't the saddest bitch in Aaron's Barrow for nothing. Yeah. But and even then I think she was still a bit keen. And look- She's like, I'll get the folder and then we'll get to the room. And, <laughs> ladies, we are all thrilled that she is seeing a future without her own brother. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. Look, I'm, I'm really it. happy I'm, I'm that just... she doesn't want to sleep with her brother. That's all. No, nah, she'd still go there. And, rem- and she was bloody wrapped when Leo went to punch him up as well. Also she we- was like, oh, my God, he defended my honour. He must still like me. And it was but, so yeah, weird. Can- She's had this tussle because there's a blackout, the storm's on, Dr. Dick comes out and, like, tries to grab the manila folder off her and she, like, clocks him over the scone with a ceramic vase. And I know he poisoned Paul, so technically I shouldn't like him, but also he's not very scary. No. No. So she could have just asked him a few more times, can I please read this? Yeah, and, and then he would have said, okay, okay. because it was about a wellness centre. Yeah, he wanted he, – again – Dr. Dick, he doesn't have many goals in life. His main goals are cancer centres. I want cancer centres in this yeah. world. He's I mean, willing to get in a route too. I think that's up there. Like, remember Georgia? Oh, yeah, that's right. Get in a route and cancer centres. He's not a complicated man. He wants to do to, with cancer centres what Paul Robinson wanted to do a while back with gazebos. He just wants them everywhere. He just wants them around. Okay. Can, we, can we discuss something though? Yeah. I don't know. Do you guys actually think he doesn't have any ulterior motives? Because 100%, yeah, I'm Team Paul here. He's got an ulterior motive that we will see. He's, um, he's a villain. He's, I'm Team to Rage. I'm Team everyone can mind their own business and stick their nose out of my cancer treatment. I don't think to Rage needs Dr. Dick. I don't think she needs anyone pressuring. I think she just needs to follow Dr. Barnes, who had a plan laid out, hmm. and do whatever Dr. Barnes says because Dr. Barnes was getting mansplained too by like three blokes oh. in that room. When yeah, she, was she trying needs to, to bring down the, the smack hammer and just say get out. Get this is- the fuck out. And on that, while we're doing emails, I got one from Kathy. It's, the, re- the inbox has been hot it's this just, week. It's neighbourspod at gmail.com. I tell you what. There is. You've been, you've been getting more messages in here than pipes did. <laughs> and I, like, I've got a lot to deal with in that inbox this week. I'll tell you that for free. Yeah. But – Kathy has ha- going through some stuff. Her mum's had cancer. This is hard. We, I don't like. Yeah. I don't like that we have neighbours friends that are going through this. But she wanted to point out because um, some of our UK friends had sent us some voice memos about how immunotherapy is administered over there. But Kathy's pointing out that her mum is currently dealing with breast cancer and is in an immu- immunotherapy trial in Melbourne. Mm. So, oh, there you go. Um, and it's been sort of explained to her in layman's terms that. It is a relatively new thing for breast cancer and the technique's been around for a long time but only up until now worked for blood cancers like leukaemia. 
So, oh, so right. she has a solid cancer. Yeah, so it, Kathy says it's really strange mm. seeing it all play out while it's happening mm. in her real life, which must be tricky. So well, best of luck, Kathy. Yes, yeah, I hope, it, but, hope it's really effective. Yes, good thoughts your way. So I checked it on the National Breast Cancer Foundation website because Kathy did mention she's it's all new to her too, so she's not 100% sure. But it does say that it's an exciting emerging area of research called immunotherapy. Yeah, well, I see American ads for it a lot. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure there's people with other perspectives and experiences, so keep them coming in. Okay, keep me guessing on. in that inbox. The wellness center. I, I look. I'm just so sus on it. I just feel like he's going to do something dodgy. Like it's going to involve homeopathy or something, and it's going to be like you know those Mexican cancer cures where it's like, oh, we'll just you. We are going to pump twenty liters of vitamins through you, and you're going to lose your cancer. Yeah, maybe deep down he's like an anti-vaxer, and this is he's just trying to infiltrate from the no, inside. No, no, he's, he's a bloody homicidal maniac. He's just trying to kill as many people as possible. No, I think he just really wants to be famous. Ooh, okay. Like in in a doctor yeah, way, yeah. yeah. So like can he go on the Voice or something? Yeah, that's a good one, idea. One might think he's notorious anyway as mm. the as the Doctor Death. I'd like to have a chat about the prison. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a small prison. Like obviously, I haven't been there, but the visitor center is not big, so that says it's not big. Paul must have been there at the same time as Nick, and it was the same and Gary. Oh, but there's, there's multiple men's prisons, isn't there? Like, not, but not, they all go to the same one. They all go. We all see. We see that mm. break room. The break room because it looks like a break room. It is a break room. The visiting area is the same one. Remember when oh, Trey, yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when Sheila went three times no, to but, visit Gary in one day. But he he kept on getting um going up for parole. So maybe towards the end of his sentence, he got moved to the lower security prison because Gaz can. Oh, uh, well, he was in there in for, men's prisons. There's really or something not and, many options. You'd have to be in prison for probably 15 years to get into a lower security one. Okay. Like, and, re- and remember they were throwing the apples around. Yeah. I'm saying they were in the same prison. Yeah. And so. Well, you think Paul would have organised a hit on Dr. Dick And you know what? Stage. You know what? That would make Paul's rage make a lot more sense to me. Because I feel like Paul may take it down just a notch. No. He's, no. No. I'm team Paul but here. He's screaming. Can't he just talk normally? Paul had to go to. Paul. Like nearly died. Yes, and it's not about him right now. It's about this woman had died, like having serious cancer treatment. Vaya, check yourself. Come on, <laughs> seriously, have, have a reality check here. There's more than one cancer expert in Melbourne. Yeah, there and is. And frankly, the, what we Peter should Max, all be yeah. angry okay. about is that she isn't at we, um, Melbourne's comprehensive we agree, cancer centre. We agree. She does not need to, to consult with her brother. He does not need any part of this. My problem is Paul running in and screaming the house down like he's lost his favourite toy. He's mm. not helping anybody. He, sh- he should be going, get the F out of Erinsborough Hospital and go to a proper cancer hospital. Yeah, that's what he should be saying. Yeah, true. Mm. Or at least yeah. go to the cancer ward. Yeah. Stop hanging out in the ICU or wherever the hell she is. Oh, the obstetrics ward. <laughs> yeah. Um, the every ward. What would have been amazing in our headcanon, because they were all in the same prison, if Paul had run into Dr. Dick. So Dr. Dick would have been serving his sentence. Paul was thrown in there because he was accused of whatever that week. Blowing up Lassiter's or something. I'm sure that was after, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. And if on the inside Paul had witnessed some kind of dodgy behaviour mm. that tipped him off into being sus on Dr Dick now. Yeah, because that's all he'd need to say is, I was in prison with Nick. I know he hasn't reformed. I saw him giving chemo treatment. <laughs> <laughs> when we all know he was just a bit of juice from the kitchen. <laughs> See, this is what the wellness center is going to be. It's going to be like bloody orange juice treatment. No, but that being said, like there's some amazing treatments that can be paired with Western medicine that are helpful for people. Yeah, that's probably what George's mum got in Germany. Yeah. 
Maybe he's going to build the Georgia Centre. Oh, why doesn't Rage go to freaking Germany? Because it's cured, like, old mate mum from Birigara. Yes. Yeah. And someone else got, went there as well. Yes, yeah, Sarah, Trump supporter. Oh, my God. Nicola, Nicola, why wasn't she treated at Erinsborough <laughs> Hospital? <laughs> She'd be done. Nicola, make America great again, Charles. Uh, okay. What's she doing? She's English and lives in Australia. Um, What's she doing having an opinion about that? I'm so, I'm so confused. Don't, don't follow her on Twitter. No, I just that's, don't. That's, that's unfollow. That's the takeout of unfollow. this situation. I don't log in. I follow her, but I don't look. No, you just, follow you, no, her? you've got to oh. take it away. I, you've got to unfollow. Just, I don't even know how to unfollow. I'll just, <laughs> crazy CJ, like a, give me your phone. It's, she clearly wants to bone Trump. There can be yeah, no other and I wish She them wants to be very, the new Melania. I wish them well. Just get out of my feed. Now... Why doesn't Eclipse Apartments have a backup generator? Oh, hang on. Yes, they answered that for me. Yes, was the answer. It just okay. hadn't been maintained. <laughs> and why are you not maintaining a generator not even a year or so after your place got bombed and is probably getting bad Yelp reviews? Um, also, what led up to the friggin' bombing? The broken down boiler. And it killed her son. Yes. So why isn't there a, rage, a maintenance regime that doesn't even have to be set up? You would find a company that does maintenance and they would take oh, yeah. a monthly just checkup of the system and then they would have a phone number that you would ring and they would come out immediately you to know fix what? things. Because then they couldn't have based two days of episodes on a storm. And also, okay, and also <laughs> the Eclipse Apartments are what, only what, three, four years old or something? Look, I don't even what? understand what they are. But why is it being run off the same system as Lasseter's? Because didn't Paul build it? It's a bit shonky. The lack of maintenance is horrifying, considering you would think there would have been like a bloody work cover investigation into the collapse. I can't believe it. I was thinking about it this week. I can't believe that she wants to work there. Like her son died there. I really think Kate could have a spin-off podcast about Lasseter's maintenance. (laughs) And just like general distrust. In, like, the system of neighbours. And textiles. Yeah. <laughs> what a had, niche a, market a, you'd have right there. I had a gripe with the council this week as well, and I can't even remember. Your, what your council? No, Aaron's Borough oh, Council. Okay. Oh, because oh, of maternal no. health. Yes, maternal health. Yeah. It, was, it was raised online as well. About, yeah, I saw um, it. God, what was it? Was it I was about breastfeeding. Her, it was her, oh, breastfeeding. her, her milk yeah. ducts drying yes, up. Yeah, one of the um, UK viewers was questioning about whether there's, like, you get home visits. And in Victoria, we have the maternal child yeah. health nurses um who I'll are come to your house and and it's that's there. run by your local council so in Aaronsborough it would be run by Aaronsborough council as you know formerly you know mayor sonia's role all out but okay. putting those trees in yeah the trees you took get, up a lot you get of at time. least one home visit and then you get regular like maybe eight or so visits to the the nurse in the first couple of years so it's funded by the state government and administered by the local council really? if Paige doesn't know about that then Erinsborough Council's dropped the ball. Yeah, also and she may not have gone to her appointment. Also, no, she didn't even have her baby in the hospital. That's the problem. Yeah, she didn't. No, no, no but she would still have had to register it somewhere. Bet she hasn't sent the form she, in. No, no, I, I reckon she um, she went to the hospital straight after the birth, didn't she? Because he would have yeah, needed to be Yeah, because we were all out. freaking out. Maybe because the nurses were like, well, clearly your baby is five years old. Yeah, you, so, don't, you don't need a lactation <laughs> consultant. No, she had one there. Yeah, 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 she did. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and um, but also your local council, well, at least mine does, and I'm pretty sure your council has lactation consultants employed by the local council. And if, particularly if she she was having trouble for that half hour, they would have sent someone else to check up on her at home after that. <gasps> also, someone probably just saw the size of that baby and said, "That's fine. Mate, he's well fed. He's <laughs> ready for solids. Solids, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, you're you've got no milk problems. What you're supplying that child mm. is plenty. Yeah. So, in fact, uh, I, I never say this, but may, maybe less frequently. Yeah. <laughs> 
so I want to talk about Yashvi and Ben. He comes around to keep the girls company because Dippy and Pufferfish have gone off to watch an Amdram production of Les Mis in the city, which I queried because if it was an amateur production, it wouldn't be in the city. They wouldn't be in Burwood or something, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, or maybe maybe St Kilda, like National Theatre mm-hmm. or something. Or just the local town hall. Yeah, yeah. just it would be mm-hmm. in Eden Hills. Yeah. It, it yeah, just, yeah. just sounds utterly grim to me anyway. I wouldn't be going to it full stop no matter where it was. So it was also weird that they had them be stuck in traffic for three hours or whatever it was because really they could have just said they're at an amateur production of Les Mis. So they'll be, they'll be at that all night. They're not going to be the here back here before midnight. Yeah, plus we have teenage daughters. We're not coming home because there's a storm. Yeah, that, that was yeah. really yeah. – no, you come home to make sure your children are okay. Not, no, but no, the, they're no. okay. Well, firstly, they're in the theatre so you don't have your phone on. No, gosh, no, because there's a sign that says he can't. I have my phone on. Yashvi. I'd be looking at the internet during this whole (laughs) ridiculousness. (laughs) Yashvi's what, year 10? She's old enough to look after her sister while the rain is pouring down outside. I assume they've sent their parents' message saying we're okay. We're fine. The power's out. Come home. There's like, you never know what happens in this street. Oh, yeah. Well, that's true. But no, Ben, he jumped on that so quick. He came over to get batteries. Oh, he is playing a teenage boy like no one's business right now. I'd be like, fuck off and get your own batteries, mate. If we've got a power outage, we're keeping our batteries for ourselves. Go down to the general shop or whatever. Use the bloody torch on your phone like everybody else does. And Cheapskate Carl lives in that household. They'll be having the rechargeable energizer batteries. Oh, no. Yep. Worse than that, he'll have the rechargeable torches. Have you seen them? They're appalling. They go, you got to like hand crank them up. And yeah, they give you like a piece of amount of light. But, you know, he saw an opportunity and said, oh, I'll bring my guitar over because he knows that's his in with girls. He'll play them a song. Oh, see, that's that's where you go. Ben, don't listen to Gramps for bloody dating advice because that's like the, that's the leg closer, surely. But no, he wins over everyone. Everyone he wins over with that guitar. Oh. I think he won me over for a minute. Ben's crashed on that couch and the next morning Ooh. Dippy's rifling through the bins and finds... The most heteronormative condom ever. Yes. No, 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 no. Thank you. No. Pete, that was raised on the internet as well. And somebody pointed out actually all of the male and female symbols separate and floating near each other. So they weren't actually interlocked. Oh, my gosh. It was a gender fluid condom. You know what disappointed me about the whole situation was it was not referred to as a franger and there was no reference to Frankston and there was no Sheila having an opinion about frangers and it could have been such a great joke. It could have been, but... Also, it, it was um, perpetuating stere- gender stereotypes, blue for boys, pink for girls. Yeah. Look, it was a weird condom. It was the weirdest condom wrapper yeah. I've ever seen. I mean, it's upsetting that Ansel can't just, you know, chuck some to neighbours. No, no, no. Hello. Let's just give a hats off to the arts department for whoever yeah, had true. to make that. Yeah. Imagine if they, you know, they're packing for work that day and they say, like, I'm making a condom wrapper today. So, okay, here's Why don't mis- you just go to Sevs and buy, no, we have to make go to, it. Go to Aldi or something. Get an Aldi brand one. Once I saw a packet at Not Quite Right and I thought, would anyone do that? <laughs> There's a, that's, a, that's a gambler's game, that one. Are you a betting man? <laughs> that's a poor decision. Yeah. Anyway, art department, I have questions about that condom wrapper. Please see my confusing inbox. Yeah. There's other sexy images that could have been on there that like are ambiguous, you know what I mean? That didn't have to be what, gender the, the, symbols. The, 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 the prince symbol. Yeah. Also, can we take a moment for the fact that the word condom was never mentioned for the whole no. week? It was that thing. Okay. So, I, 
people more knowledgeable than us need to like tell us is there a list of words you can't say? Obviously, swears not great. We should we'll, we'll text, we'll tweet Dan, and during the week we'll retweet because ask why they couldn't say condom on Friday. Puffy refers to Mishti's service weapon as well, and I'm like, can he not say gun? Mm. Maybe maybe gun is. Oh, uh, uh, I think he wanted people to know it was a legal gun. Oh, look, I don't think anyone was thinking she had a sawn-off shotgun <laughs> under her bed. <laughs> um, yeah. Sticked it up from some bikies. I, how old is Yashvi? They haven't said. Too okay. young for Ben to be having sex with. Okay. She, she would not. be under 16, wouldn't she? Well, they haven't said. But lots and of it, people under 16 have sex. Yeah, especially But if you're under 16, age. you can't have sex with someone who's more than two years older than you, I think. Well, you can. It's just illegal. Exactly. Okay. He's 17. He's in year 12. She is of an age that's not been disclosed. We assume either year 10 or year 11. Yeah, I reckon she's in year because 10. Mm-hmm. I think she's in year 10. I think she's about to go into year 11, which would make her 15. There was a lot of sexually active year 10s. Yeah. Oh, God. I knew someone who was having sex when they were 13 at our school. Oh, like, my God. Yeah. This is what's happening. It's, yeah. Um, Ladies, send your daughters to a nerd school. Yeah. Well, I went to a nerd school. No, no. Not, not nerd like mine. <laughs> Same sex school, <laughs> yeah. But the um, I know there was girls having sex with each other, just, just not with boys. <laughs> but Dippy is very aggressive about her protection, don't you think? Oh yeah, because yeah. my mum at I t- when I was sixteen, I went on exchange to Paris. I've told this story before. Yes, yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah, what's his name? Gasson or something? Vasson. Vasson. And <laughs> mum packed a pack of condoms into my suitcase and I was mortified. Good on mum. She yeah. was looking after just, you. Just shit staring you, that wasn't she? Yeah, then she took one out and after when I got back she was like, oh, what happened to the other one? Lol. No lols with Dippy. <laughs> no, there's no lols with Dippy. But also like she keeps saying, everyone, she keeps saying, I need you to come to me. It's very important that you come to me and, and be she, open with what me. What are you doing? Why yeah. is there a condom in our house? I can't say condom. Yeah. <laughs> what is this prophylactic device? <laughs> you know what? What is this? They should sheath. <laughs> Lamb's wool. <laughs> well, that's, then it would have been like a whole, well, who's got a latex allergy? There'd be like people offering people bananas everywhere just saying, oh, would you care for this? Oh, why aren't you eating it? <laughs> I'm oh, so confused man. right now. But, oh, yeah, she's bananas, pretty intense. Latex allergy. Yeah. Generally it, allergic to bananas too. Did oh, not know that. Well, go. I never. Can I just say Dippy looked a million bucks in that Amdram outfit she was wearing? Yeah, I was just thinking the theater. she is beautiful. She's a beautiful yeah, lady. She's Sharon Johan. 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 She is a beautiful Gorgeous. Beautiful Far too young to be playing the mother of mm. a, I don't know how old. She's younger than us, right? Yeah. 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 She is actually in real life the same age as Ellie. Okay. And, and mm. isn't that funny? Ellie is painted as the hot young thing. No, no. Who is she? She's the... <laughs> Ellie gets to be the hot mess all the time. Hot, 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 hot mess. Hot, hot, hot. She's the hot mess. She gets to go have a good time at the back lane bar. Back lane bar, all right. And she's look, I think the word's barely competent, I think, <laughs> sums her up. She's a good time girl and poor old Dippy is in real life the same age and is already the mother of someone who can nearly vote. Dippy yeah. like, was in Struggle Town out the back of Burke. So she's, she's led a hard life, whereas Ellie's just done a whole shit ton of partying. Yeah. She puts those school holidays to good use. Mm. Yeah. If I was Shane, though, and I'd seen that when picking up the rubbish, I just would have brushed it back into the bin. And as Yashvi pointed out, it was pretty windy. 
No, but it was in a bin. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I, I think wind flowing something into a bin and closing the mm. bin lid is a, is a bit of a stretch. Okay, let's just actually round off that whole storyline. Everyone keeps running around asking if Mishti's quote-unquote seeing anyone because that's the only way you can have sex with people is if you're dating them. But also, like, let's just let it go. Like, why, you know? Like, make an appointment with... Some- Maybe it was handed out at bloody health ed or whatever. Yeah, I got one in a dolly once and I would have been like 12. And I like. Dolly magazine. Yeah, sorry. And, um, and that probably didn't make any sense if you weren't from here. And I unwrapped it and looked at it and then threw it out the window because I was scared. And that's probably what Yashvi did. Your parents had this very moment. Yeah, they probably did. I was like 12. They would have been terrified. She could have also said, we made water balloons. Yeah. Because it's in its errands, bruh. Stormy one day, get in your bikini the next day. So it gets around school. It gets around everyone that Ben spent the night and that everyone's suspicious. And I did really, really enjoy for two things. Firstly, Ben's face when Yashvi said her mum found a condom. Without saying that word. It was like a it's like a parlor game. No one could say the word. Yeah, yeah. It was like a, a Hitchcock film. <laughs> but and I loved it. She's just like, oh, my God, no, no, not you. I would never have sex with you. I was like, fantastic. Come on, Good spell on it out yeah. further. And the scene I really loved was with between Ben and Zancan. Yeah. When she came by and said – and I, fi- they finally addressed mm. what I've been bellyaching about, which was the fact that they were going to have sex that one day in the Gold Coast mm. and never did. Yeah, I t- t- tell you what, bloody traumatised getting busted by Suze. That would, <laughs> that would be certainly make everything shrivel up at that stage for a good year at least. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she said we were together for a year and you never, we never did anything. got down to Bizzo. Yeah. yeah, you can't just do this. Mm. Yeah, and so I thought that was a really true – it felt yeah. true as a te- for a teenage relationship. And I like seeing that. And so then oh, Yashvi lets the, the bitch girls from school just assume that she did the deed. And I did appreciate seeing recurring characters. We had Lee Kim, who was the previous Asian stereotype in summer school, and she was back. Oh, smart girl that was going for extra fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Freya, who I always suspected was a dig at me. Bitch girl Freya. But <laughs> I guess it rhymes, but give myself too much credit. Dude. I've had one of my most hated characters called the same name as me. Oh, of course. Freaking Kate. I really liked Kate. I didn't oh, mind. What is wrong with you, CJ? I actually didn't mind Kate either. I didn't mind she, her. I didn't like her when she was young and she was no. dancing and stuff. Oh, I didn't. Well, no, that was tiresome. I, I, I liked I, her up until the point that, like, Fakeland came in. Oh, no. Yeah. When she went to Queensland, she got bad hair. That yeah. was like, there was nothing good from that point on. Kate Ramsey jumped the shark when she got that those hair extensions. I loved the, her with. The humidity did real, something to her hair. Real Declan. I liked her with Real oh, Declan. He was beautiful. He was, they were a really sweet couple. That's sad. If anything, I'm going to start a campaign to get Real Declan back. And then. Where did he die from? Oh, no. He just got replaced. He just turned into a douchebag. <laughs> he just became Fakeland. Oh. Fakeland was a douchebag. But he's got the kid, right? India. Oh, um, India. He, they went overseas. Oh, because what's her face died? Didge. Yep. Gosh. Mm. Anyway. But that actor's like on his way to like getting a doctorate and something now. Oh, well, good on him. Well done, Fakelin. Or yeah. real. Yep. Yeah, Declan. Not, Declan. not Fakelin. Not Fakelin. Oh, fucking, I don't know what Fakelin's doing now. He's probably off working at Sevs. Seven <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. Eleven. 11 <laughs> We need to talk about the Brennans. Yep. <sighs> So, can I ask you guys a question? Um, if you were Sheila and someone you didn't really know confessed a really big secret, like one of my children is not my husband's child, mm-hmm. what do you think you should do? I'd just shut my mouth and yep. not say a thing. I would say, excuse me, 
lady whose name I can't remember, I have to see these people every single day mm-hmm. and every week on bin night and I'm a blabbermouth. I can't keep this to myself. So either you come back and tell them or I'm going to do it. And yeah. I'm going to put it on my Facebook tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there a meme that or a gif that works yeah. with this? Because I'll be putting it up. Yeah. Spilling the tea. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, Ma Brennan. Brennan? Brennan? Has been to Adelaide and back three times since we last convened. Okay. There's also been questions raised on the internet about her um, frequent fly points, her air miles. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't think she'd be flying on anything more expensive than Tiger at this stage. So she ain't earning points. In fact, she's maybe she got um, Qantas points and like she earns points by doing her grocery shopping and maybe all of these flights have been paid for with points only. But flights back and forth from Adelaide, you'd be getting f- fuck all frequent flyer points anyway from that. But that's what I mean. She's yeah. probably been earning them with her groceries. Yeah. At the winery. It's a, it's a 28 No, like you can, you can get frequent flyers. Oh, hang on. I've got a conspiracy theory. What if she's just going to Liquorland <laughs> and rebadging some bottles of wine she's bought there for her winery? Yeah, maybe. No, but you can I've, – I've just done this this year. You can sync up your frequent flyer points to your supermarket why are you laughing at me, CJ? Maybe I think she's just flying Tiger, where it would cost like fifty bucks to fly to Melbourne. It's 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 not exactly that much of a financial drain. <laughs> if we can fly to bloody Hong Kong for two hundred and fifty bucks, it's not going to cost that much to go to Adelaide. It's only if you really want to go that it'll cost a fortune. Like normally, if you logged in at any other time, it'd yeah. be like twelve dollars. Yeah. <laughs> twelve dollars, really? But, but last minute flights are like three hundred. I got stuck at Adelaide Airport once and had to buy my way onto a flight, and it was really expensive. <laughs> like I'm just going to get a bloody paddle steamer up the Murray yeah. to, to a Truca, and then I'll catch the bus yeah. back from there. I'm going to Uber the eight hours back to but back like home. I I flew from Adelaide before you were allowed to leave your phone on aeroplane while it was landing. Oh, yeah. And, like, seriously, you get maybe four minutes to look at your phone um, until you're on descent. Like, it's a 28-minute flight. You're either on up or in descent. (laughs) (laughs) You can't even watch a full episode of anything. No, you can't. Like, I think I tried to watch a full episode of something. So, really, yeah, Ma Brennan's just zipping back and forth like she's just catching a cab. My favourite Adelaide. Neighbour story is, though, is how Drab had to do those extra yoga in the park <laughs> sessions so he could afford a train <laughs> ticket to Adelaide. Did he get the train? Oh, oh. I can't remember if that was in my – if that's my telling of the story or his. But Even then. It was something so piss poor. It would have been like a $30 tiger flight. Yeah. And he, he couldn't even get a hotel room, remember? He had to yeah. go and kiss his neighbour. Yeah, yeah, because all because Tarage was holding the purse strings. Now my, financially abusive, maybe. And, and my, now my shirt's chafing me. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. So, Ma Brennan uh, comes back to tell them one of you's not mine. And for some reason, they were building up that it was a mystery that it was not going to be Tyler. They're like, which Brennan is not a Brennan? I'm like, well, clearly it's Tyler, guys. Yeah. Well, because they were showing like shots of the three Brennans in a row, of which Mark and Aaron were in basically the same pose and their whole. F- profiles looked identical and then Tyler was looking the other way and he looked slightly different and I thought mm, they actually do look a fair bit similar Mark I'd, lo- and- I'd love what it would if we met his real dad and he had a man bun oh I'm waiting to see how hot this guy is uh, why would you assume he was hot CJ <laughs> well firstly because many people thought it might be Paul Robinson <laughs> and then secondly it, that his name is Hamish uh, which is your husband's name yeah so I like a Scottish name uh, I 
Yeah, thought of you as soon as they announced his name. Yep. What's his name? My real dad, what's his name? Hamish. Hamish Roach. I actually... CJ, you and I both have had ourselves and our partners as characters in Neighbours as well. Like my husband's Phil. Remember yep. Philippa Martinez? Oh, okay. Yep. I was like, who's Phil? Oh, Phil Martin. Okay, Has there it. been a Catherine? I'm sure there would have uh, been. Rada Mitchell was a Catherine. You know, Mal's wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't have my name or my partner's name on Neighbours. No, you had Val. <laughs> <laughs> and that bitchy girl from school. Damn it. <laughs> This is, this is like when I can't find my name on a pencil yeah, like, no. or a personalised key ring. I actually, the minute that I turned into Piper, the minute that they said Hamish Roach, I just went, oh, where's my computer? I'll look him up on Facebook. And then I'm like, oh, this is not real. Yes. Oh, um. Actually, speaking of Piper, I did have a moment for that three shot of <gasps> Ellie, David and Piper sitting on the, sitting okay. on the what wall. What the hell did Ellie think she was qualified to sit there? Lady, you had a one night shag in the back of some tradies van. Mm-hmm. That does not make you the same sort of relationship status as the other two. Yeah. I, I also wanted to know what day of the week is this that a teacher, a doctor and a student were all available in the middle of the day to I'm sit? Sure. Pipes was in a uniform, wasn't she? So it would have, no? I'm pretty sure that... Allie was at school and maybe left. She had a spare. They all had spares. Oh, gosh. She, she is the worst. She's never there. Ma Brennan says that she struck up a relationship whilst at Memory Cove. With a man on <laughs> I'm desperate for Vaya to make a sting for this. <laughs> yeah. Bloody done it, haven't I? Memory Cove, far away in time. Memory Cove, far away in time. Memory Cove, far away. And (laughs) which is a real place, Memory Cove. Is it? I googled it. it. It's a real place. Yeah, right. I I looked it up. It said near Port Lincoln. It feels like Memory Cove should be like up in Queensland somewhere, like Daydream Island or some holiday place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There probably is one. Anyway, so she. I mean, of course, obviously, it sounds like he was a pretty abusive guy to begin with, and she said they were fighting a lot, and so she, her heart went elsewhere and met some okay. bit of stuff at Memory Cove. And at this point in time, I had like two quick thoughts into my head. One, oh, the dad must be Tasha's dad. Remember <gasps> who with his, the surfer with his shag and yes. wagon Sandman I... car? They probably had a role in the back of the Sandman. That's the Brennan way, isn't it? Obviously to have a sex in the back of a van, we've learnt this week. I loved Michael Williams. I'm so sad we weren't podcasting when he was around. Now, he's an attractive man he's... as well. He could feasibly be um, Tyler's dad. I really had a soft spot for him. I was really sad. And I really shipped him and Rebecca, Jane Hall, and I was thrilled when they got together. It was a I... great time for Vaya Pashos. I, I can't remember. At some point somebody said, and we're not brothers, you're still brothers. Yeah, yeah. and I, I also take issue with all those promos that were like, who is not a Brennan? What about all these kids that are maybe are adopted or yeah. find out that they've got, you know, confused yeah. parentage or whatever? I mean, do, do you feel like you're not a sibling to all of your siblings? Of course not. Yeah, we've a lot of us have different surnames and it's, it no, it's yeah, ridiculous. It doesn't define your relationships. So that my first thought as the Bren dad was being yeah, Michael Williams. Second thought, I was because then she, then someone said, oh, was he a fisherman? She'd be like, oh, no, well, he had a boat, but he was also a really talented tuba player. No. <gasps> well, man, if that man could, like, bloody wash across Bass Strait, who's to say he didn't become a fisherman for a few years? That would be so awesome. Turned up on a boat, 
And then, you know, she was obviously a desperate man. We're very a desperate woman with low standards when it comes to looks. She imagined he was super attractive. Can we just... Wait, she got married to bloody Parberinen. Can we point this out? Can we just take a moment? So Kate Stradamus, let's spell this out. You are hypothesizing that... (laughs) Tiles' dad. Ma Brennan conceived Tiles to... Not, Not with Harold. With Harold's, um, what was his name? Alter Ted. Ego. Ted. Ted. But maybe Ted was known as Hamish Roach. While he was having amnesia and washed yeah. up on the shore. It was always implausible that he actually washed across across Bass Strait because it's a very rough yeah, look, body of water. Look, you know, Bass who's and Flinders barely made it over Bass Strait. Who's to say he wasn't picked up by a Yoshi who then just took him around to South Australia. Maybe he died at sea. Who was and, like his wingman. And Harold took on... Um, Hamish Roach's identity and started banging every lonely housewife in South Australia. And you know what? If you don't know who you are, if you can't remember anything, and some woman comes to the beach and she's hot and she's like, oh, I'm sad. And they're like, okay, I don't remember who I am. Let's I be remember. sad together. My name's Hamish Roach. <laughs> I'm in real estate. <laughs> Let's do it. If Tyler turns out to be Harold Bishop's son, I'm 100% on board with whatever they do with D because that would be genius. <laughs> Because at that stage you go, well, who's still related to Harold in the street? And so he's Paul's brother's stepfather-in-law. I'm really impressed that you just rattled that off without <laughs> even – we didn't even pause for you to wiki that. No, but there, there isn't any other relation aside from him being a good friend of Toad's. Maybe Tiles would have to be the next holder of the um, Ramsey Street book. Oh, the – Because he would be Harold's son. This is beautiful. <laughs> I don't right. think we should trust a book like that with Tiles. Just a book. Oh, what's this? I'll put it there. I'll trust him with the very hungry caterpillar. That's about it. Can I just say one thing? Yeah. Shit, mum. Leave the son that's not even with that father with the terrible husband. Yeah, that's the only. I was with Ma Brennan every step of that story until she got to. Anyway. I'll just leave the bastard with with his fake dad (laughs) to take out all of his anger on him. Mums aren't allowed to judge, but I've got all the judge. then they're going, oh, you know, he, he wasn't beating you up because, you know, he wasn't your real son. He just, I like hitting fuck? you. Of course he was. Of course he became his punching and bag. someone else tweeted, yeah. so what's the alternative? He was just what's beating that? you up because he didn't like you. Well, hey, look, no one can blame me for that. <laughs> but still, like it's, it's, oh, it's ridiculous. Okay. Do you know what um, I think the most depressing thing is? Not guess what, Tyler, your father's not your real father. It was when she goes, your real father's a real estate agent. <laughs> <laughs> That's a sad state of affairs, isn't it? Well, then I, I got to thinking about Offspring, which is another great Aussie series. And I the, hate Offspring, but anyway. resident villain in Offspring is Phil Darabont, um, a real estate agent. And I thought, oh, well, yeah, yeah, it's plausible that he's the dad. He's an attractive man. And South African. So a um, bit of a diverse background there, which I enjoyed. I question that any of the Brennans are genetically Brennans. Why is that? Well, what's... One thing that they've got that makes all the Brennans look the same. Abs? <laughs> no, they've, they've all got brown eyes. Oh. So Ma Brennan has blue eyes. And then I thought, oh, from memory, Pa Brennan has blue eyes too. So I looked up a picture of him. Sure enough, he does have blue eyes. Also, yeah, side note, because there's a bit of chatter online whenever we slam Pa Brennan, because we were outraged last week that they were eulogising him. Yeah, don't confuse the key fall with the Brennan. We're, we're slamming the Brennan here. He was yes. a shitbag. Yes, they're both called Russell and they both have left this world. Valet Russell Kiefel. Burn in hell, Brennan. Russell Brennan, I have no time for. Um, I'm still stuck on abs. Um, 
My point is, yes, uh, people grieve and mourn in complex ways and you can't expect everyone to grieve for an abuser the same way. Uh, everyone's going to have different reactions and you might be sad even if you were mistreated as a youth. Yeah. But I don't think we needed to have spent like two and a half episodes on the great times you had fishing at Memory Cove. Oh, that, yeah, no. that just it sickened me. It's like me. all, if you really want to pay tribute to the actor, put a title card up at the end. And yeah. a picture of him. Dedicating the episode to him. I just want to point out that I have brown eyes and that Hamish has brownie green eyes and Angus has blue eyes. Yes, and that's plausible. That can happen. Genetically, oh. that's possible because what can happen Angus is Angus has the most beautiful eyes. Side note. <laughs> so you and your husband can both have like blue genes in your eyes making up your brown eyes. Yes, we do. But it's obviously very, very his. rare for two blue-eyed people to have brown-eyed children. And then to get two of their children to have brown eyes, you know, Mark and Aaron, it, it does seem the odds are, seem fairly long. So maybe that's why I'm questioning that Pa Brennan is, in fact, the father of the other two as well. I mean, let's face it, he, he wasn't as genetically blessed as any of the Bren bros either. But Ma Brennan's really hot. I really loved the guy that plays David, Takaya Honda. Yes. Yep. He captured a beautiful picture of Ma Brennan in the kitchen, in the Bren, in the Brendan kitchen. I, and I oh, yeah, I saw that. I follow his Instagram. It's yeah. really lovely. Yeah. So, well done. Um, I'm just excited that Tyler might have a really nice relationship with his father. I'm super excited too, as was yeah. Pipes, who just got straight onto the Googs, mm. straight into the search onto engine. the poods. <laughs> what does that mean? The poodle. Oh, That's yeah, poods. The poods. <laughs> um, she did exactly what I would have done. So I'm happy with yeah, her. She yeah. was like, "Well, you were about to." I was. I was going to jump. It happened later in the week too. When Therese, have, I I went to like go and and then I'm like, what am I doing? No, I see, don't live there. You got to go the extra step and look him up on LinkedIn as well because a real estate agent. That. He's going to have like a yeah. LinkedIn yeah. presence. Pipes was all over it. You yeah. got the extra stalk on that. You got to turn your LinkedIn off. Oh, you see, I don't have one. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I always try and like oh, backdoor into. One. I do. Um, so that's a problem. Is it Hamish Roach? Yep. Yes. So it's Ty, if you wanted to, the Roach Bro. He's a roach bro. Yeah, he's a brooch. Um, I can't wait. If there's going to be a Hamish, I want to meet him ASAP. I want him to be played by the same actor as Phil Darabon on Offspring, which I'll just look up a picture of him and you can go, yeah, yeah. Fantasy casting is one of our favourite things to do. So let's do a quick little brainstorm, father of Tyler. Do you remember the South African guy that was in Muriel's wedding? I wonder how old he is now. No, I do not. Yeah, no, possibly he, he could be, but he's more of your – he looked a bit – OG Brad Willis, didn't he? Yeah, probably. But he was hot. He was so hot. How old, does, how old does he need to be? How old is Tyler? Twenty six. Yeah. Well, I mean, 48. they're not. Too, they're pretty loose with these kind yeah, of things. <laughs> so really, Dippy could play Tyler's mum. <laughs> yeah. Um, Australian actors in their 50s, so like, 40s? Yeah, but late 40s, early, uh, 50. Who knows? You could have been 18 and just on his schoolies and she hooked <laughs> up. <laughs> she was a toolie. And, she, and he said, oh, I'm in real estate. Didn't know what oh, to say. Mover and a shaker. Hello, we still think it could be Harold. <laughs> oh, sorry, I did forget my mistake. Wonder if his name's going to change to Roach. Tyler Roach. Let's see. If you had an R surname, you wouldn't name your child a name that ends in R. Tyler Roach. Tyler Roach. <laughs> Sounds like a band name. Mm. Okay, I the cockroaches. Do you guys know what that means? Yeah, it's the OG Wiggles. Yeah, because Wiggles are baby cockroaches. 
Wow. You guys like they are, had a pub band. No, but, I knew this before I had a child. I just yeah, I, I know this because my <laughs> husband is quite fond of talking about all the bands he used to see back in the day in Wagga, including <laughs> the Cockroaches. I'm like... You've gone down a <laughs> children's entertainment rabbit hole that I was not prepared for. Don't get him started on toga parties either. Let's talk about... Because that's fascinating. Can't wait. Happy to meet you, Hamish. Come on down. What else yeah. happened this week? Okay. I would like to finally talk about Mishti's backstory. Hmm. We can just touch on it briefly. She, when she was a cop, firstly, she was engaged to a guy who was her partner in the police force another dark day for New South Wales police. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they don't allow that. You can't, I mean, sure, you can fall in love and meet your partner at work, but then you know, they wouldn't keep assigning you to each other. I think in a really small country station, which is, I feel like that's what they were in. No, but she wasn't living in Burke with. Um, oh, she wasn't living Dippy. in Burke. She was just. Why well, was Shane there right after the even thing? Because he went. S- he went over to Sydney to visit. Oh, Mishti. okay. Even in a small station, I don't think they would be assigned to be partners either. I think that be because trying to keep them they would want to avoid the trauma that Mishti went through. Oh no, no, not not even just that. Even just the implica- implication of corruption, particularly in New South Wales. Oh, okay. Um, that you wouldn't want people in a close relationship to be t- also, potentially covering things up. If for you're each in other. Australia, do they have partners? Oh, like oh, on American like, TV. Like yeah. Benson, Benson and Stabler. I'm pretty sure they're like, hi, we're on Thursday shift together. Yeah. And then they, they go be on Thursday shift. <laughs> and then on Friday they're like, hi, well, Friday. Or well, maybe maybe they'll like part, I don't know, the armed robbery squad or well, something yeah. like that. Actually, yeah. Kate, well, you would have watched Roger Corser in Rush. Did he have a regular partner? I'm confused. Rush. Was Nicole DeSilver in Rush as well. Yeah. And now he's with her on Doctor Doctor. Yeah. Wasn't Loz in that, or was that a different show? She was on the another oh, Stingers. one. Stingers. Stingers. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Not Stingray. Hey, Stingers, mate. That was that was professionalism in action. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I miss Loz. Anyway, you she don't went. Miss Loz. She went through this trial. I do. You just miss what came with Loz. No, I miss Loz. <laughs> and no, we got my buddy on Twitter. We're fine. <laughs> um, Mishti. Went through this trauma. Anyway, whatever. I'll look, I, I think I, it was a really it? bad I, I, story. I looked away. I, I was tweeting. I don't, and I thought I don't really care, but I'll get these guys to explain okay. it to me. CJ's not into it. I actually quite like the story. I just don't have anything sassy to say yeah, about so what it. Happened? Well, what, was true. he shot or something? Or no, he's no, run over. It, no, it was here. It was a hit and run or yeah. something. I mean, look, no, sorry, that part of the story sad, but we've been building up for months that maybe her and Shane had an affair, but really yeah. it was just that she was sad after her fiance died. And nobody believed for a moment. That they were having an affair. No, it was I, stupid. I kind of look at them like my sister and her husband and me. Like he's like an older brother figure yeah. to her, yeah. and that, yeah. and there'd be, there's no hint of impropriety between the two of them. And I tell you what, if I was married to Dippy, I wouldn't do a thing wrong. <laughs> yeah, and it's not the Willises. It's not Tyler and the Willises. Exactly. You don't just hop around from one sister yeah. to the next. He's no. a man. He's a man of morals, like Toadie is. Toadie's not going to be. Wasn't trying to bang Jade either, or the other one he had an affair with. D. 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 Well, Andrea. Yeah. That's technically Olivia Benson will no, cast that he, as assault. But he wasn't making a move on Jade at the same time she was no. living there when Sonia was. Anyway, the point is the moral of the story. Okay, I did enjoy. See, the thing, I liked Mishti and Dippy having a chat about her possible post traumatic stress. And mm. she's been ha- almost like seeking comfort in these one night stands. But she's, she's a young woman in her 20s. She's allowed to have sex yeah and she doesn't have to justify it that said i wouldn't be thrilled that someone was bringing strange men back to the house with my teenage girls are well, sleeping she, she, in. That's, that's what she didn't she said i always it's always at their houses then how, how did the condom end up in the backyard just put it in a handbag that's awful 
Well, she no, getting not, that on not in, the, the in the condom, the wrapper she put in her handbag. Oh. Well, because she said oh. maybe she's in the dugout under the tiki bar. <laughs> no, she said it's always at their houses. I never want people to know. I never bring it back so into the, end, the home. Do we think she rooted Leo? I don't care. I have nah. care, care factor zero on Leo and her. I don't think his she did. Dimples though. Yeah, he's gorgeous. I liked him also in the country outfit. <laughs> I must say, <gasps> puffy. No, he put. Puffy's clothes on and what? When was this? I did I, not know during the that. storm. Oh, is that when it was his oh, oh yes. Wet. Oh, he was. Yeah, I know. Such a shame. He's like, yeah, like soaking wet in his white shirt. It was so ridiculous. When you like are in a storm, you don't like just take other people's clothes. <laughs> oh, my, my favorite bit of the storm was when the power went out in um, Harold's. <laughs> the, the power goes out in a cafe. I'm like, oh well, see you guys. <laughs> I'm going to go have a hot chocolate in my own house. Yeah. So I'm not going to, you know, light the candles and just sit around here. How about we just, this is, you know, closing time, guys. And yeah, surely any business would do this. They'd be like, all right, guys, let's wear locking yes. the doors and we're all going home at this point. Exactly. Um, I'm sure that it's like against OH&S to work. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I just didn't, I look, it was nice to talk about the emotional impact. Yes. I appreciate it. I just don't have anything to add. It gave Dippy another chance to tell someone that they must talk to her. Yes, even though mm. she makes that uncomfortable. I'd like to talk to Dippy and ask about her eyebrows because her eyebrows are amazing. And I, yeah, let's talk about get, give me your outfit that you wore to the theatre and I don't, um, I don't need to hear any more bush ballads. Oh, fuck that fucking bush ballad. But that is, I, I that is enjoy, not good. They've got a weird kink, as, as Jelly oh, would no, say. Oh, no, they're the new Carl and Susan. I love that. Afternoon delight with the bush with the cobra hat. Yeah, it was good, and she's like, because he walks out in the hat, and she's like, oh no. <laughs> but it was great. Like, oh yeah, it was. Oh, it was yeah, it was weird, but you know, like a drover's hat. Weird. As well. The cancer storyline comes to a head because Jazz Gower has found out because Gaz Can's a fucking idiot. Oh my god, he's an idiot. That to rage was concealing her illness from her employers, and. Obviously, they're not going to sack her for that because discrimination. But and also, they, I don't think they can sack her. It no. just sounds like they're just going yeah. to back out of investing. Yeah, which is them. what they did. So they find this loophole and make her submit this audit. And um, I don't know. I feel there'd be a lot of uh, the bigger a legal battle before they're allowed to back out yeah. of that. Yeah, they can't mm. just go taking our money. Bye. Also, I think they actually have to sell it, not just leave. Yeah, yeah, I th- yeah. Someone has to buy it from them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Look, I think the only solution to this is that Paul's going to buy I'm an interest. Sure in oh, yeah, I just expected him to walk straight in. I'd and like to get the ACCC onto this um, <laughs> conflict of yeah, monopoly yeah. on hotels. Exactly. Now it's Friday night. It's kind of, my kind of man. We are running out of steam, so I'm going to hand it over to Spicy Ben. We have a voice memo from Spicy Ben about Jazz Gower. So this is Spicy Ben on Twitter. Oh, with a great accent. Hi, Neighbours Pod. It's Spicy Ben. Little rant now about bloody Udagawa, Jasmine Beckrat, and this whole ludicrous story regarding Theresa's cancer plot. Why has everything got to be so black or white? There's no middle ground. They're either right or wrong. Jude, um, Jasmine Udagawa is an absolute bitch, or she has to be absolutely nice. There's no, you know... Therese is running around, scared shitless, and she should just be like, Oi, Jazz, flick off. Frig off. Because that's what Paul would have done. Because they're investors. They are not her boss. She can't just waltz in there and start demanding audits left, right and centre. Who the freaking hell does she think she is? Jasmine Trump. I don't think so. Anyway, let's give Therese some balls back because I tell you what, she needs to just tell Jasmine where to go. Whew. 
gosh, calm serenity. I'm just going to look at some pictures of babies laughing to calm me down because apparently that helps. Anyway, hope you guys are okay. Bye. Oh, Ben, I love his accent. He's the best. And I agree. Do all our UK listeners sound like him? Because I'm kind of hoping they do, aside from the Scottish ones who can sound Scottish. Thank you, Spicy Ben. Our inbox, always open, neighbourspot at gmail.com. Remember to check out Jazz Gower, the actress on Instagram, because she looks nothing like Jazz Gower in real life. Let's just do a quick little sidebar on Tabuli. It's disgusting. Gaz can. This is his new specialty. It's like, it's herbs and it tastes like herb. It tastes like. You you described it as tasting like cut grass. Yeah. Yeah, I find it nasty. You find it nasty. Uh, Yeah. CJ. Um, I never really understood it, but I know a lot of people that like say, oh, the tool is great. Oh, they're bang up for it. In fact, mm. I don't understand. One of my first like featured moments as an extra, I think it may have even been on Winners and Losers, where someone – Will get um, the Greek girl to eat tabbouleh? Not quite. Actually, I think it was in Neighbours. Oh, I don't know. I can't Were remember you in now. in a bathrobe? No. I, was, I think it was – I was at a cafe. I was either in Winners and Losers or I was in Harold's Cafe – whatever it was called, and someone it, – it, maybe it was the grand opening and someone went, who ordered the tabbouleh? And I had to put my hand up. I think it was oh, Winners the, and the Losers. the ethnic, that's why. Yeah. The ethnic had to like the tabbouleh. Yeah. So who ordered the tabbouleh? And I don't know. If anyone ever watches some Australian drama. And, and then he's going to put it with hummus. Who? Gaz. Gaz. Nobody wants your tabbouleh. Nobody wants it when you're going through a career crisis. And I think I'm going to preempt – Citizen of the Week right now with this to rage rage we're about to hear. Mm. I, I believe in, in achieving goals through hard work. And my goal has always been to run this hotel and I'll be damned if I'm going to lose it now. What? Yeah, I just really struggle to get your priorities sometimes. Oh, why? Because I don't comply with yours. No, because I don't comply with common sense. None of this means anything if you're not here to enjoy it. Hey, my career is a huge part of who I am. Do you not know me at all? That final rant she went on when she gave Gaz that spray and said, the fuck are you doing interfering with my career and telling me to stay home? He doesn't have a career. He has a job. Well, he's had a a succession Mm. of, like, poorly skilled jobs. And she's probably fought her whole working life to make it up the corporate ladder. She had to live in goddamn Darwin. And she's finally where she wants to be. And as she said, it makes up her identity. Mm. And he's telling her to stay home. And Mm. as Susan said, some people don't respond to that when they're unwell. That said, Suze does make the point of saying that she took sick leave, which is a thing that's offered to every Australian. You can take sick leave. Although some people choose not to. And that's valid too. Gaz can Mm. and your tabbouleh. Have a seat. And we end with Dick Cop and Amy having a pash in front of the exhibition building. Yeah, Royal Exhibition Buildings. It's a beautiful building. Doesn't, I don't even. If you haven't seen it, it is lovely. I don't even understand how we got there, but that's where we ended the week. No, it wasn't Dick. Hang on. Dr. Dick. Sorry, Dr. Dick. There's too many. We've got too many dicks Dicks. now. There's way too many dicks in Aaronsboro. Um, I didn't do that. I didn't see that. Were you coming to meet us for burgers, CJ? No, but like I saw the credits. Right. So right at the end of Friday. You just, you had, that's a traumatic moment for you. You've blocked it. I did. Dick Cop, <laughs> what's his name? Dr. Nick. Yep. Petrides is running around Aaronsborough Hospital as a volunteer. Yeah. I saw him and he said, go play chess. Yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't practice medicine, but I can just give voluntary advice to people. <laughs> And they I'll just all hang around a hospital until someone maybe takes my advice. And because yeah. he's nice to cancer patients, Amy's won over, and then they're on the they're on the For field. Some, inexplicably, they were in the um, what's it actually called? The exhibition gardens. Yeah, yeah I think it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. 
and she just leans in for the little cheeky kiss. Oh, you know what? Every girl wants to defy their father. You know what this says to me? Yeah. It says to me there's going to be a scene in the next few weeks of the two of them in the city being filmed, much like mm. how Sheila yeah, and Clive right. went to the um, NGV for a date but also happened to meet up by the Yarra yeah. like a couple of blocks away. Yeah. I yeah. say, good on you, Amy. He's not your brother that we know of. Yeah, he not just yet. tried to kill your dad. Okay, <laughs> my shitizen of the week is former father. Oh. <laughs> Every week. Well, yes, but this his crime this week is taking his baby around the hospital to meet people. <laughs> he, he's not oh. a priest anymore. He doesn't have to like go and visit every sad sack in hospital. <laughs> he said it would cheer them up. He said it would cheer them up. He's not a ventriloquist dummy. He's not to put on a like, show. Diseases is he passing on to his tiny baby? His huge baby. This is how he's going to get some staff in his life. Yeah. <gasps> that's great. Actually, that's CJ. what I said. I, I, I did reference. say to Bay early on. He, the poor child's going to get MRSA from this. So mm. yeah. Yeah, that's not okay. And CJ, citizen, citizen. I'm going to go Therese for her rant. Oh, double, double whammy. Because um, yeah, look, I think. You know, I, I'm somebody who even when I say, oh, I won't work, I'll take a few months off and then I'll just be like, oh, I just took four projects, it's fine. And so that I am I feel like if I was sick, I'd probably still need my work. And it's, it's your choice. It's yeah. a choice. And if you feel like you need to be at home, then you can make that choice. Yeah, exactly. And you might make that choice on a Tuesday and then on Thursday you might make a different one. I, I love that she pointed out to Gaz that, you know, I'd be homeless You'd be out of a job. Yeah. You know, like she really spelled it out to him. Also, there's this wonderful line in the Kardashians um, when Kendall or Kylie, I feel like it was Kylie, <laughs> Jenna wanted um, Kim Kardashian to buy her some shoes for her birthday. This is obviously before she developed her own fame. And Kim said, I'm not buying her shoes. I gave her a career. <gasps> so, Whoa. Yeah. What a bitch. Yeah. yeah. They, do, they do get a little bit a bitchy, those sisters. Yeah, Byron. But they love each other at the end of the episode. It's like Hang full on. house. And speaking of um, birthday presents, I've got a present here for Vaya. Really? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Because it was your birthday a couple of weeks ago. Oh, happy since. birthday. And we were going to go and um, we were going to go to trivia hosted by a neighbour's oh. cast member, but we didn't make it. We, we will do it. <laughs> oh, oh! It's got a pun in the card. <laughs> the card um, says "sassy, classy, and kicking assy." <laughs> it made me think of that when I saw it. Classy. I like that they've really shoehorned that pun in there. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, okay. It's not gluten free. <gasps> oh. How did you find this? <laughs> Sorry, it's, it looks slightly used and I think it is. Oh, my God. Okay, this is so great. Well, I don't think it's still in print. No, because so no, we've used. tried to find it. This is a paperback book called Neighbours, Sisters in the City. Wow. Written by current Neighbours writer Sarah Mayberry and follower of Neighbours Pod on Twitter. It's Flick and Michelle Scully in New York. <gasps> oh, that's so exciting. Life in the Big Apple is supposed to be glamorous, right? Flick meets the handsome Harrison and things quickly turn pear-shaped when she realises he's her ex-boyfriend's older brother. Oh, bit of Will, bit of Tyler Brennan, Willis action God. here. There's Willis drops all over the world. To make matters worse, her younger sister Michelle decides to join the party circuit to deal with her breakup with Connor. Bad move. Everybody she, needs good neighbours. Does Michelle turn into like a Mary-Kate Ashley kind of thing? In New York Minute, hope so. Look, I got it 
on eBay from a secondhand bookstore and it's possibly in worse shape than I was expecting. No, it's in the best shape. I don't want to read it in any other condition. It's got Carla's big book shed. That's what. That's what. That's the Carla Bonner. Yes, Gent- <laughs> gently used books. Yeah, which I have to say is a bit of a lie, a bit of a stretch. There, it looks slightly no, like maybe been read in the bath. I like it. That's how I want to read a neighbor's book. I want it to be slightly. <laughs> I want to know more about the first loved purchaser. I <laughs> Um, I feel they would have subscribed to Dolly. I feel like they could listen to this podcast. Okay, well, how do we consume this book now? Because I need to. This needs to be shared by everybody. I'd like you to read it and talk, mm. and then I'll listen to it as an audiobook. Like my dad wrote a porno. <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe if we could, ask, maybe we could ask Sarah if it's possible whether we could radio play it. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll ask her. Or, or a really great page, anyway. This is Look, so great. Excerpts from yeah. Sisters in the City. And yeah. Maybe yeah. we could do bonus. Oh, my God, the possibilities. Okay, I'm so excited. <laughs> I've still got an eBay search on the other neighbour's book out there. <laughs> Good an alert. You never know when it'll come up. Never know. You're like in the, in the city. And if, and if the listener of that, if the original purchaser of that does listen to this program, they'll put it on eBay tonight. <laughs> hey, oh, guys, what else do you want? <laughs> I got the casingle of gonna make you feel good. <laughs> oh my god, that thing would be worth its weight in gold. <laughs> um, well, that was a great time. Uh, thank you. I'll have another neighbour next weekend. Don't know what it's going to be about, but I always decide them at the very last minute. Boop. So CJ is because I am pink on Twitter, or just find us on Facebook. Yep. Then come and join the neighbours council. Yeah, we have some fun chats in there, don't we? Why not? You, you just have to search it, and you'll find it. Yep. Kate, I'm at Remude. On Twitter. I'm Vaya Pashos and at Neighbours Pod is where you can follow us. Drop us a line, neighbourspod.com or put a picture up of Sisters in the City and I'll, I'll maybe I'll put a photo up of the first page and we can start enjoying this. I have book club. It's slightly wrinkled. It's okay. It's <laughs> and a- yellowed. I like it. <laughs> at it's least got- it doesn't smell. It's, it's, okay. it's-, <laughs> it's good character. Thanks, guys, and we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. 